Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Leadership Lessons from Ted Lasso. We're in the uh, closing stages of this now, Al. I think we've got two left. Wow. Um, so, again, just for, for those listening, we're your hosts. It's Chris Baker and Al Rattan. And today we're actually diving deep into the theme of mentorship and personal growth. And we're looking at it in the context of Ted Lasso's leadership style. And I know this is something that obviously Al and I are very passionate about and believe everyone needs. Um, so it should be a good lesson. Absolutely. I, I'm looking forward to it uh, for sure. And you're right. You know, you and I both have invested <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars in mentorship yep. over our life. And over the last, just even the last couple of years, because we're wanting to grow ourselves so we can better serve those that we, that we get to serve and we have the privilege of serving. But so in, in the previous episodes of our series, we explored how Ted Lasso, despite his uncon unconventional approach to coaching, has really managed to transform this struggling soccer team and positively impact the lives of the players. Now, today we're going to mm -hmm. focus on how Ted serves as a mentor, not only in helping his team members develop their skills, but also encouraging personal growth and self-discovery. Yeah, and this is huge. So as usual, we've got six teaching points and then we've got uh, an activity or assignment for you to do at the end. And some of these teaching points, you may say, oh, we, well, we've, we've talked on this before and we probably have, right? Because they all intertwine. And I don't think we can, we can uh, pay too much attention to some of these things. And the, the first point is one of those, it's leading with empathy. You know, we've, we've talked about that before. And Ted Lasso shows us that to be an effective mentor, you need to truly understand the people you're guiding. You know, he takes the time to get to know each player on a personal level, to understand their strengths, their weaknesses and what motivates them. And it's Ted's empathy that allows him to connect with his team on a deeper level, fostering trust and respect. So a question to ask yourself is how much do you know about your your team, your your peers, your leader, you know, your friends, mm -hmm. right? How, how much do, do you understand about them and what motivates them? Because motivation is different for each one of us. Absolutely. And if you get to understand your team members on a personal level, you're going to know what motivates them. And then you can right. you know, use that to help keep them fired up. And I like yeah. Chris, you know, a couple of years ago, I heard Chris Hogan speak and he and I, I use this over and over again because I think they're just fantastic questions. But he said he asks, on a consistent basis, he asks his team three questions. And question number one is, how are you doing? And he doesn't let them settle for a, oh, I'm fine, I'm good, and I'm okay. You know, the program mm -hmm. response we all give when someone asks us that. And the second yeah. question was, what are you working on? And the third was, how can I help? And he yeah. said that that has built an incredible team culture within his organization. Yeah. And I think that shows his empathy Great. by really wanting to take the time to say, how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I always start um, most of my one-on-ones with, uh, you know, what's fun and exciting in your life at the moment. All right. So it's not a, a, you know, how are you doing is basically a closed-ended question. They're going to say, mm -hmm. eh, all right, or whatever. But if yeah. you if you ask them to expand on it, right, and and you use the fun and exciting, so you emphasize in the positive, you're setting it out on the right on the right framework, right? And and you know, I was telling someone the other day, it takes takes a while sometimes for for people to open up and get to know you and build that trust. You know, I've mm -hmm. been doing my current position for for two years this weekend, and it's only just now some of the team are only just starting to open up. Some opened up right away. 
right? But I found out things about two of my team in the last week or two weeks that I never knew before. And it's just because we've built that trust and built that connection and, you know, been, in, been really working on this empathy as well. So, so keep, keep working on that. Yeah. And I think one of the key words you used there was built the trust. It, it does right. take, we can't expect yeah. people to trust us instantly. Um, uh -huh. We need time to build that. Yeah. 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 So our yeah. teaching point number two is like, um, and it's another crucial lesson that we learned from Ted, and that's the importance of encouraging self-reflection. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I use this, Chris. I know you, you probably use, you're very diligent at using this self-reflection yeah. in your own yeah. personal life. Now, Ted doesn't just give orders. He asks questions that prompt his players to think about their actions and their decisions. And by encouraging self-reflection, Ted actually helps his team members grow not only as athlete, athletes, but as individuals. Yeah, And I think that, that goes back to showing his empathy as well, right? He asked these questions to help them grow right. in their personal and professional lives. People without mm -hmm. empathy are going to just be wanting them to perform better at work and don't really care what happens. You know, keep your work, keep your personal life out of work. That's, the, yeah. that's an old school way of, of doing business. And it's not right. what people are desiring today. They want that connection. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and you know that self reflection is is huge, and it, it reminds me as we think about this. It reminds me of the the saying we use in in the business trainings that we do: "What you can't manage, what you don't measure." Right. Yeah. And self reflection is the same thing because your self reflection is a measurement of how am I doing, right? Good, bad, or indifferent. You know what's working. How can I replicate that? What's not working? Why isn't it working? And how can I overcome that? And and then you can manage and change that, adjust, right? But if you don't actually take that time to measure how you're doing, you can't manage it. So so self-reflection should be a daily, daily activity. Um, so teaching point number three, you know, Ted Lasso also excels in providing constructive feedback, right? And the word I love in this is feedback. You know, most people, when they talk about it, they say, oh, constructive criticism. Well, well that has got a negative connotation Absolutely. because criticism is generally like you're doing something wrong. Uh, Chris, whereas feedback is everything. Exactly. I heard somebody say this once, and 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 I know you actually corrected it, corrected me last week even <laughs> on it. Because, again, you, we get into habits of saying things like this. But um, construct mean, what does construct mean? It means to build up, right? And criticize yeah. means to tear yeah. down. They're they're you can't do both yeah. you can't yeah. do both yeah and and the, the thing is like ted doesn't shy away from addressing mistakes you know but he does go uh go into it in a way that is supportive and constructive and this approach helps his players learn and improve without feeling demoralized mm -hmm. right? and again you can look at this in your own situations you know when have people given you feedback that you really see as criticism and, and and they're not recognizing the good they're doing and how does that make you feel right and then make sure that you're not doing that to other people right and this again could be your kids could be your spouse it could be your friends your your um your siblings your parents could be your employees it could be your peers could be anybody right i think here you need to exercise your empathy again put yourself right. in their shoes for a moment how do right. you feel when you're getting feedback in in it that may be negative yeah in 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 tone uh because maybe your performance hasn't been where it should be how do you feel so put yourself in that position when you're giving that feedback as well yeah yeah 
Yeah. Our fourth teaching point is 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 about fostering a growth mindset. Now, this again, something that you and I are passionate about, something that we've invested in, something that we're continually to invest ourselves in by by reading and studying and learning and growing and being around uh, yeah. like minded individuals that are stretching us. But this growth mindset is so important. And Ted believes that in the power of uh, positive attitude and resilience. And I think those two those really do go hand in hand, right? The positive attitude and resilience. Yeah. And he teaches his team that failure is just a part of the journey and that it's an opportunity. Again, if you if you go constantly have the negative mindset, then then yeah. then failure is going to be a negative thing, right? And it's going to drag you down. I'm not saying mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt sometimes, but it's there is an opportunity in every failure. And we've talked about right. that many times. Yeah. And this mindset shift is not only not only benefits the team out on the field, but again, in their personal lives. Yeah, it's huge. And here's the truth, right? When you move out of your comfort zone and you're growing, you're stretching yourself, you will fail. Right? But you're only failing and failure is only final when you quit. Right? And failure is good because if you don't fail, you're not trying hard enough. Right? Yeah. So you're not pushing yourself hard enough. So so look at it as a temporary um, setback and a learning opportunity and then pick yourself up, adjust and go again. And next time you'll be stronger. Right. But yeah. but almost like almost look for that failure, because that means that you that you, you're learning and you're growing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so teaching point number five, um, and and this again, we we've we've talked about this, but it's it's so so important. And Ted Lasso leads by example. You know, he doesn't just talk the talk; he walks the walk. He demonstrates the the values and behaviors that he expects from his team members. But he's showing you, right? He's not just telling you. And this authenticity is a powerful motivator, and basically inspires his players to give their best. Right, which is what we all should be aiming for. Exactly. Exactly. What's that quote? You always use it. People, people do what people see, not what. Yeah. People don't do what people say. They do what people see. Right. So, uh, or people do what people see, not what they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's true. You know, how many times have you seen it from a, a, a leader or, or, or um, you know, anybody, right. That is in a, a leadership position. They tell you to mm -hmm. do one thing, but you observe what they're doing and they're doing something completely, completely different. different. Yeah. So what happens is we don't listen to what they're telling us. We do what they're showing us. And that's the same with kids, right? You can tell your kids to eat all their dinner, right. Or, or don't, uh, don't use bad language, but then if you use bad language and they copy you, you can't tell them off. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so, be be aware of what you're doing and lead by example. It's called, you know, you're being hypocritical, really, if you're, exactly. if you're playing yeah. one and something else, right? So exactly. our, our, our last teaching point for the evening, Ted Lasso celebrates individuality, right? He yes. recognizes that each player is unique mm -hmm. and each person on your team is unique. And he encourages them to embrace their individual strengths and their quirks and their quirks, right? And by doing so, he creates an environment where everyone is feeling valued and empowered. Yeah. And this is this is the true meaning of the word inclusive, right? Nobody feels excluded. Everybody feels part of the team. Everybody feels valued. And as you say, they're empowered. So they'll share their input and they'll grow together. Exactly. And that's what you should be looking for. You know, we 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 look at this with DISC that we that we teach. It's the same thing, right? You want a well-rounded team, 
but you also as a as a, a a leader you need to be able to communicate with everyone on your team in the language that they communicate in right exactly yes yeah yeah so we've covered covered these essential teaching points again you know there's six key points we encourage you to to go back and listen listen again so let's move on to an activity that will help you to apply these lessons to your own leadership journey mm-hmm. so we call this activity self-reflective leadership journal all right so first of all what you're going to do is get yourself a notebook or, or open a digital document if you prefer to do that on your ipad or, or computer I want you to write down the names of the people that you lead or mentor, whether it's in a professional or a personal capacity. Then for each person, jot down their strengths, their weaknesses and what motivates them. Mm-hmm. When you do this, try to see them as individuals with unique qualities. Right. And, and again, this is where we're applying the platinum rule. So don't look at it as to, to you. Look at it as to them. Right. Reflect on recent interactions with each person that you've got on that list. Were there moments where you could have provided more constructive feedback or encouraged self-reflection? Consider your own leadership style. Are there areas where you can improve in leading with empathy, fostering a growth mindset or celebrating individuality? And then finally, set a goal for yourself based on what you've learned from Ted Lasso's mentorship style. You know, how can you better support and encourage the personal growth of those you lead, including yourself? I would put on there. Exactly. Exactly. And if you've got questions on this or if you want to share it, come and join our our, our, um, Facebook groups. You know, we've got the Raise Your Bars Personal Growth Solutions. We've also got the brand new uh, legacy creators, the Raise Your Bars legacy creators for men of 40 plus that, again, are maybe feeling a little bit lost. So this is a great activity for there. And you come and, and join in those groups and you share your things. Al and I will 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 comment and we'll we'll share back with you as well. We'll help you. Absolutely. We look forward to hearing from you. And well, folks, there you have it. Um, our exploration of mentorship and personal growth through the lens of Ted Lasso's leadership style. And remember, leadership is not just about achieving goals. It's about helping others reach their full potential. So true. So true. So listen, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Lessons from Ted Lasso. We hope you found today's episode insightful and that now you're inspired to take these lessons and apply them to your own leadership journey. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll delve into another aspect of Ted's coaching brilliance. Until then, be kind, be empathetic and lead with heart just like Ted Lasso. Thanks for tuning in.